Why is it that anyone can buy the Bible and read it, but it is so hard to understand? Doesn't it sometimes feel like you are reading a fable with all those parables, miracles, and surreal events happening in the Bible? Or does it sometimes feel like it is a history book of the Israelites back then that we cannot fully relate to, but then still try to somehow find a moral lesson within the stories? Why is it so hard to understand? It's because the Bible is a mystery. There was a hidden meaning behind the written text. This is why it says in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12 to 13, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. So the spiritual thoughts are God's thoughts, which are written in the Bible. But it is written in the heavenly language, which we don't understand unless it is interpreted. So the Bible, which contains the spiritual thoughts of God, must be interpreted with the spiritual words, which is, again, the Bible. So simply said, the Bible must be interpreted with the Bible in order for us to understand God's will. This is exactly what Reverend Okjushin has been doing for the past 13 years. She has been revealing all the mysteries of the Bible by interpreting the spiritual thoughts with spiritual words so that we can understand God's hidden will and understand what sin is what righteousness is, and who receives judgment. That is written in John 16, verse 8. And he, the another helper, the spirit of truth, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. So now is the age when all mysteries of the Bible are being revealed. And it is the age when the spirit of truth guides us into all the truth. The Bible is not a history book, nor is it a fiction or a fable. It is the book of life that has directly to do with our souls. And all the questions and answers are in the Bible. But why haven't we understood the Bible until now? Because no one has interpreted the Bible with the Bible, but all the leaders in the church have interpreted the Bible with their own human thinking. But the Bible can never be interpreted with human wisdom. However, up until now, almost all the leaders in the church were preaching their own theories and opinions using the Bible and distorting the truth. They preached lies differing from the Bible to the congregation until now. This was a fatal sin that the leaders of the church committed. What's more, since creation until now, during the six days, the righteous and the wicked have been together inside the church, and the righteous have been persecuted by the wicked for declaring the truth. But the wicked did not realize that they were doing evil. They thought they believed in God. Let us prove it. Open your Bible to John 16, verse 2. They will make you outcasts from the synagogue, 
but an hour is coming for everyone who kills you to think that he is offering service to God. They say that they serve God, but they don't believe. They do not carry out the commandments, yet they pretend to be faithful. That is hypocrisy. Hypocrisy means putting on a mask and thinking, speaking, and acting in the form of someone else. It means acting falsely to put on a show or religious pretense. This is because they care more about people's view than of God's view, and because they want to receive glory and compliments from people. Pharisees were like that. They were the leaders of synagogues. In today's terms, they were church leaders. They were hypocrites. But does this refer only to the Pharisees back then? God is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. God is God to us who are alive right now. If you take the Bible as only an account of the people back then, then it has nothing to do with you, and God cannot be your God. But actually, the Bible is about us. The people in the Bible were real living people back then, yes, and there is God's message hidden within them. So Pharisees were not just the people back in Jesus' time. There are people in the church in this age who are like the Pharisees from back then. So let us look up what hypocrisy is in the Bible. Galatians 2, verse 12 to 13. For prior to the coming of certain men from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he began to withdraw and hold himself aloof, fearing the party of the circumcision. The rest of the Jews joined him in hypocrisy, with the result that even Barnabas was carried away by their hypocrisy. Peter at that time was teaching the congregation as an apostle, and he was also performing signs such as raising the crippled, casting out demons, and showing signs and wonders. But what happened later? He fell into hypocrisy. That is why Apostle Paul publicly rebuked him. Let's go up to verse 11. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, because he stood condemned. So it was Paul who rebuked Peter publicly, but how was it with Paul before? Let's turn to Galatians 1 verse 13 to 14 to see what state he was in. For you have heard of my former manner of life in Judaism, how I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure and try to destroy it. Paul was like this when he was Saul. He tried to destroy the church of God, but he is not the only one. Let us look at the people who are like Saul. Turn to Proverbs 24, verse 1 to 2. Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them, for their minds devise violence, and their lips talk of trouble. Apostle Paul did this evil when he was Saul. If you do not know God and Jesus Christ by the truth, you will talk of trouble like that. The churches of the world must understand this truth now. Let us look again. Turn to Habakkuk 2, verse 15 to 17. 
Woe to you who make your neighbors drink, who mix in your venom, even to make them drunk, so as to look on their nakedness. You will be filled with disgrace rather than honor. Now you yourself drink and expose your own nakedness. The cup in the Lord's right hand will come around to you, and utter disgrace will come upon your glory. Spiritually, when the master of someone's heart is demons, the more he works, the more wrath he adds upon himself and others. In that spiritual state, he is drunk in Jesus' name. So people in that state think that they are preaching the gospel when they are not. Even the congregation is deceived. Then when they run out of the time that is given to them, utter disgrace will come upon all of the glory that they enjoyed in their life. If you do not understand the truth and turn back while your body is alive, the end is eternal punishment in hell. This prophecy will become a reality for the pastors in this age. You will be repaid for your actions. This is the case for any pastor who uses Jesus' name and God's name to build churches and preach without being born again of the word of God. Let us go up and read verse 4 to 13. Behold, as for the proud one, his soul is not right within him, but the righteous will live by his faith. Furthermore, wine betrays the haughty man so that he does not stay at home. He enlarges his appetite like Sheol, and he is like death, never satisfied. He also gathers to himself all nations and collects to himself all peoples. Will not all of these take up a taunt song against him, even mockery and insinuations against him, and say, Woe to him who increases what is not his, for how long, and makes himself rich with loans? A pastor who is not born anew gathers thousands upon thousands of people by going around the world out of endless greed. He was drunk with wine, meaning drunk in Jesus' name. So he gathered people by performing signs in Jesus' name. He made himself rich with the blood price of people. Will not your creditors rise up suddenly and those who collect from you awaken? Indeed, you will become plunder for them, because you have looted many nations. They looted many nations by spreading the false tongues given by demons, by saying that they are casting out demons and healing in Jesus' name. Sorcerers who use Jesus' name have looted many nations. All the remainder of the peoples will loot you, because of human bloodshed and violence done to the land. There is bloodshed because they are spiritual murderers. Woe to him who gets evil gain for his house, to put his nest on high, to be delivered from the hand of calamity. You have devised a shameful thing for your house by cutting off many peoples, so you are sinning against yourself. They have brought woe upon themselves by preaching. Who would sin if they knew this truth? If you do not turn back to the new covenant now and wash your hands clean, there will never be another chance. Verse 12. 
Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and founds a town with violence. Woe means misery resulting from affliction upon the body or mind, calamity, disaster, and God's strict judgment upon the people who do not repent of their sins. That is why Jesus Christ said, Woe to you! and warned of the sins of the religious leaders at that time, such as the Pharisees and scribes. He said, woe to you seven times and strongly rebuked them. The seven sins of the religious leaders who will be punished are in Matthew chapter 23. First, they close the door to the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. They do not enter in themselves, and they do not allow the congregation who want to enter to go in. Second, they travel around on sea and land to win a single convert to make him into a child of hell when they find one. Third, they treat the offering as holier than the altar. Fourth, they teach people to give a tithe of even the tiniest food while they neglect justice, mercy, and faith which is truly important. Fifth, they pretend to be pure on the outside and fill the inside with greed. Sixth, they fill their heart with unrighteousness and venom while they set their mind on only outwardly godliness and are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Seventh, they act like they follow the will of the righteous forefathers, but actually persecute and kill the righteous. The person being rebuked with woe to him in Habakkuk 2 verse 12 is the one who committed all seven of these sins. In other words, these are the violence and mischief that were done by the religious leaders whose heart was not circumcised. They began with lies and they commit these sins all of their lives, yet they do not know that and they deceive others. That is the identity of the angels of light. As Christianity is like this, it's needless to say that other religions are also like this. Let us read Psalms 7, verse 14 to 16. Behold, he travails with wickedness, and he conceives mischief and brings forth falsehood. He has dug a pit and hollowed it out, and has fallen into the hole which he made. Who would have known that he dug his pit by founding a church? Who would have known that he dug his pit and fell into his hole by becoming a pastor? But people still go to seminaries even now. If you fall into that hole, you cannot get out on your own. We understand now because we have heard the truth being revealed as the truth by interpreting the Bible with the Bible. And God has taken us out by His grace. That is why He said, Though your sins are as scarlet, they will be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they will be like wool. You must return to the new covenant now. Accept the truth, understand the truth, and throw away the lies now. This is not difficult at all. His mischief will return upon his own head, and his violence will descend upon his own pate. 
If you do not discern the truth as the truth, these words will come true. Psalm 55 verse 20 to 21 says, He has put forth his hands against those who were at peace with him. He has violated his covenant. His speech was smoother than butter, but his heart was war. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. They are the fathers of the common vessel who is used as the violent ones that kill the congregation with the Bible. The violent ones who are like Saul are also in Psalm 55, verse 9 to 11. Confuse, O Lord, divide their tongues, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around her upon her walls, and iniquity and mischief are in her midst. Destruction is in her midst. Oppression and deceit do not depart from her streets. The people who commit mischief are not the people outside the church. The violent, mischievous men like Saul are the ones inside the church who call on God's name and Jesus' name, but disguise themselves as angel of light. God will judge all such people in this age now. Apostle Paul was violently oppressing others when he was Saul. Turn to Acts 9, verse 19 to 21. And he took food and was strengthened. Now for several days he was with the disciples who were at Damascus. And immediately he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogues, saying, He is the Son of God. All those hearing him continued to be amazed and were saying, Is this not he who in Jerusalem destroyed those who called on this name? This name is Jesus Christ and who had come here for the purpose of bringing them bound before the chief priests? So you can see how Paul was when he was Saul and didn't know about the will of God. If you use the Bible, but if you do not know the will of God, which is the mystery of the kingdom of God, you are destroying the people who believe in God and Jesus Christ without even realizing. Saul was like that. Then after meeting the resurrected Jesus Christ, he was converted and he spread the gospel. After Paul is completely converted, he confessed to what he did in his former portion of life. Let us return to Galatians 1 verse 11 to 14. For I would have you know, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to men. For I neither received it from men, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former manner of life in Judaism, how I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure and try to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries among my countrymen, being more extremely zealous for my ancestral traditions. Judaism took interest in achieving religious righteousness by strictly following tradition and the standards of the elders. Ultimately, they went as far as emphasizing tradition over the word in the scripture. This was why Jesus Christ rebuked them. Turn to Mark 7, verse 1 to 14. The Pharisees and some of the scribes gathered around him when they had come from Jerusalem. 
and had seen that some of his disciples were eating their bread with impure hands, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they carefully wash their hands. Thus, observing the traditions of the elders, and when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they cleanse themselves. And there are many other things which they have received in order to observe, such as the washing of cups and pitchers and copper pots. The Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat their bread with impure hands? And he said to them, Rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of men, neglecting the commandment of God, you hold to the tradition of men. The churches are in this state even now. You must first accept this to return to the truth. But people listen even less because of the pastors who hindered people from listening. This was why God sent the COVID-19 pandemic to forcibly shut the church doors, but it was no use to them. How much more punishment do they need for them to give up and come to their senses? They do not know what sin they are committing. He was also saying to them, you are experts at setting aside the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. Verse 13, thus invalidating the word of God by your tradition, which you have handed down, and you do many things such as that. The ministry of Jesus Christ was focused on spreading the good news of salvation to mankind, which was under sin and building the kingdom of God. However, the Jews at that time were spiritually waiting for a powerful political Messiah and a glorious kingdom on earth to be made through the Messiah. That expectation became the reason for several kinds of religious factions to develop. At that time, the position and influence of those religious factions within the Jewish society was absolute. That is why they opposed and persecuted Jesus Christ and ultimately used the world's laws to crucify him since his purpose was different from theirs. However, the Son of God fulfilled the word of God by being persecuted by these opposing powers and the covenant that God had promised came true. Thus, he became the foundation to declare to the whole world that the Bible is the truth and that God is the living God. Before Paul was converted, he lived a religious lifestyle in Judaism where they taught the commandments of men and abolished the commandments of God. They abolished the word of God with their tradition. It is the same now in this age. The Christians in this age are living the same religious lifestyle as they did back then. Apostle Paul made a prophecy after being changed. Let us read Colossians 2 verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception. Who will believe that people are being taken captive by those empty deceptions 
both back in Paul's time and now in this age. Philosophy seems like eloquent knowledge in human thinking. Such philosophy is the wisdom in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 22. For indeed, Jews ask for signs and Greeks search for wisdom. That is an empty deception that has no benefit in knowing either God or Jesus Christ. This is the word of God, yet the seminaries now teach philosophy. This philosophy, this wisdom has hindered people from inheriting the kingdom of God. Thus God will destroy it as prophesied in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 19. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the cleverness of the clever I will set aside. Let us return to Colossians 2 verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception, according to the tradition of men. According to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. Philosophy and empty deception are the traditions of men. People are standing on the holy pulpits and teaching like that even now. That is an act against God. It is the vanity of vanities. People have no understanding because they are taught like that. When you are not born again, you are deceived and you deceive others. We were taught with these empty deceptions and traditions of men in this age. But God himself has been teaching us for the past 13 years to fulfill the next verse. Let us read 1 John 5, verse 18 to 20. We know that no one who is born of God sins, but he who was born of God keeps him. Both Jesus Christ and the another helper, the spirit of truth, are born of God, and by being born of God, keeps him. And the evil one does not touch him. We know that we are of God and that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. This verse has come true now. This was not only an event back in Apostle John's time, but it was a prophecy about us and the whole world in this age. This has now been fulfilled in reality. The truth is fulfilled in reality like this. Not believing in this truth is rebellion. And we know, we know because God himself is teaching us by using the spirit of truth, Reverend Okjushin, to guide us into all the truth and create us again with the eternal gospel. This is why we know and believe in God. We know and believe in Jesus Christ, the spirit of truth, the sons of God, and know the identity of Satan, devil, and demons. We know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God. If you take this verse only literally, you would say by the thoughts of men that Jesus is God the Son. The head of Jesus Christ is Father God. Thus, Jesus Christ carried out the Father's will as his Son. This is proof that God is alive and that the Word is God. Our head is Jesus Christ, 
and the head of Jesus Christ is Father God. That state is when the Trinity is established. This does not become real by just saying these words. When you believe in Jesus Christ, you will carry out the commandments. When you do that, that is when you're eating and drinking of Jesus Christ, the living bread and eternal life. This prophecy has come true for us in this age now. When you know and believe the truth as the truth, then you have understanding. God has hidden the mystery of the kingdom of heaven until this age to give all of the good things that he has prepared for us in this age. This is God's will that he has planned before time began and God's love. That is why God said in 1 John 5 verse 13, these things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the truth. But who believes in eternal life now? The central core of Christianity is eternal life. This is the will of the Creator God. When we truly believe in Jesus, the Son of God, and keep the commandments given to us, we will live forever like God and never die. God has revealed to us the mystery of eternal life and made us believe it. However, the mystery of eternal life can never be known by the hypocrites in the church, the violent, the lawless ones. This is the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. Now, the spirit of truth, Reverend Okjushin, has been declaring the word of the new covenant, that is, the eternal gospel. The time has come for us to turn back from all unrighteousness and lawlessness of hypocrisy and violence. Now, the favorable year, the time of faith has come. Let us all return to the truth. Amen. The time has come now. Stop preaching and hearing lies different from the Bible. God works through people. Jesus Christ came in flesh, and so has the Spirit of Truth. Hear what the Spirit of Truth says to the churches. The Time of Grace on FBC2. Every Saturday and Sunday morning, 8.30 to 9. Visit us now on YouTube and Facebook at GR Church Fiji. The time has come now. Stop preaching and hearing lies different from the Bible. God works through people. Jesus Christ came in flesh, and so has the Spirit of Truth. Hear what the Spirit of Truth says to the churches. The Time of Grace on FBC2. Every Saturday and Sunday morning, 8.30 to 9. Visit us now on YouTube and Facebook at GR Church Fiji.